Think meditation is hard? Do me a favor. Take a slow, deep breath in. And now breathe out. Congratulations. You just meditated. Hi, I'm Crystal Joukowsky, and this is Breathe In, Breathe Out, a weekly mindfulness and meditation podcast for anyone ready to own their own shit and find a little peace while doing it. Hello to all of the listeners of Breathe In, Breathe Out. I'm Crystal Joukowsky, your host, and I'm thrilled that you're here. A little overview of this week's episode. I am bringing back Kevin Pinnell. Now, he was on a previous episode of Breathe In, Breathe Out, and we talked about his journey with the indigenous people of North America in the early 90s. And during that time, he met Ken Two Feathers, who became not only his teacher, but a lifelong friend. Now, Kevin Pinnell is a man of much knowledge and many talents, and his life experiences are a myriad of fascinating topics and journeys, which is why I've chosen to bring him back on this episode of Breathe In, Breathe Out, where we are going to talk about past life regression and what it is and what it means and how it can help you. And it's a lovely conversation, and it's so easy to talk to him, so I'm excited uh, for you to listen to this. Kevin is a Reiki master, an herbalist, a massage therapist, and massage therapy teacher. He's also a writer and a podcaster with experience in broadcasting and journalism. Like I said, his talents are many and broad. Kevin Vanell does host the podcast Toward a Better Life, and he believes that we can all move together towards creating more fulfilling, rewarding, and healthier lives. All we need is an open heart and mind to do so. I hope you enjoy this one as much as I did. Hello and welcome back to Breathe In, Breathe Out. I'm Crystal Joukowsky, your host, and I am so, I'm just grateful to welcome Kevin back to my podcast today because speaking with him is literally like speaking with an old friend and there are so many things that we really riff on and love to bring to your attention. And while we talk on the side, then we're like, we should do a podcast about that. We should talk about this. And this topic today is something that I'm really thrilled about going into because um, it tickles my brain. So um, welcome back, Kevin. So thrilled you're here. Thanks, Crystal. It, it is a thrill to be here, too. I'm containing myself <laughs> because there's a part of me that just wants to be like among Native Americans. They talk about the coyote medicine, the uh -huh. trickster. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to I'm going to behave. I'll are try. you are you feeling the coyote today? Oh, just a little. And you know why? So <laughs> he's a little bit snarky, which is fantastic. And I hope that you guys love it as much as I do. And thank you seriously for joining us today. So um, Kevin and I were talking, what, two weeks ago about so. past life regression. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's phenomenal. It's, it's quite an experience. <laughs> And if someone that's listening has never done it or they appre they're apprehensive about it, um, you know, you certainly reach out. Um, it's a phenomenal experience that will help you understand so much about yourself that are, are beyond words. And I know that in my experience through the years of doing past life regression, most, I say most, most of the people that, that don't want to do it are the people that are afraid to open up 
A, to somebody who they really don't know. And I understand that totally. But the bigger problem is opening up to themselves. Yeah. So let's talk about what past life regression is, because the word regression doesn't really sound positive and exciting. It's not like inspiring for people. Mm -hmm. So let's let's talk about what it actually is, what you're doing when you do that and why you would want to. Okay. so past life regression. I believe that we are as we are right now, we are the result of what we have been in many lives prior to this one, prior to what you would term as this incarnation. And the myriad of parts that combine me as a spirit, as a being, as a, as a soul are all part and parcel with that. And past life regression just simply talks about how a person will facilitate someone else in helping them through that process to find out about their lives in the past. And this can be done for several different reasons. One of the things that I found very, very helpful uh, from a clinical viewpoint is helping people that have trauma from a past life, and it's holding them back for this life. Because every time they get to that place, and it could have, it could be repetitive, repetitive in the sense that it could have happened five, six, seven hundred, eight hundred years ago. And every time you get to this one little place in this life, everything falls apart because you don't want to move forward. And until you're able to identify what that piece is, what that trauma might have been, what that experience may have been that traumatized you, uh, it's holding you back. And when you experience that, re-experience that, you're able to see, oh, now I understand. But the beauty of a past life regression is, there's so many beauties to it, but one of the beauties is, is the understanding that you have with your therapist that's doing this. And that is that you are in a safe place. I mean, I've I've talked with people and I, I say talked, I've I've been in therapies with people that have been strangled and watched themselves die while strangled, while being strangled. And, you know, they say, well, you know, somebody's listening, saying, what good does that do? It's an incredible thing when you realize that the person I'm thinking about, you could, <clears throat> this was in martial arts, and you could do all kinds of stuff, you know, throws, punches, everything else, but don't touch their neck. Mm-hmm. You touch their neck and and they will come unglued or in a relationship, you touch their neck, forget it. It ain't going to happen. So why is that? Why does that happen? And you don't have an answer because you don't know. And so what you do is, is you go seek someone out to see. So was there a past trauma that I run into? And there were so many levels to this one person I'm thinking about. Not only did they have a, a real issue with uh, putting your hands around their neck or anything around their neck, and I, I'm saying that they couldn't even wear they couldn't wear they had trouble wearing a, a muffler around their neck in the cold season. So anything around their neck just didn't work. And the other thing that would really kick them off was cigarette smoke. Huh. And the reason why is when 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 they died, when they were strangled, they were strangled underwater. 
And the person that was smoking, the only thing that they uh, say, the only person, the only thing that they remember about that person was they looked up and as they're going, as they're dying, there's, that person was smoking a cigarette. Huh. In a past Little life. tiny pieces. So past life regression just simply means that the facilitator helps you go back through past lives to regain information to make your make you a better soul to answer questions about your purpose in life to answer questions about why do i do this instead of that why am i so um enthused and, and excited when it comes to doing playing an instrument it's because you were a concert pianist in the last life the thing that i've also seen many times over in working with people is that it's not unusual that the same basic vocation that a person has had in many lives over the past, they maintain that same vocation. Why? Because they've chosen that and they know it and they know it well enough so they're comfortable with it so that they can continue on in their journey and become a better soul and better spirit because they're not hindered by what do I do this life? <laughs> am yeah. i going to do this am i going to be this i'm going to do that i don't know what i'm going to be but if i'm going back to the same general thing now my soul says okay so now this life what we're going to learn about is done 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 and the vocational part is all taken care of so it's little pieces like that your mind you're you're you're, you're looking around the room so ask a question <laughs> you're like oh she's her brain is going well i mean so past life regression means that you have to believe in some shape, some way, shape and form. You have to believe in reincarnation. Yes, absolutely. Yep. And there was a part of me many, many years ago that, that had a real hard time with that. But I found that reincarnation answers a lot of questions for me personally. And understand that for me personally. If this doesn't work for you, it's, it's neither truth or a lie. It's neither yeah. one, because this is what works for me, and this is what works for others. Yeah. So if you're listening to this and you don't believe in reincarnation, it doesn't mean a bad thing. And it also means that if you don't believe in reincarnation, should you go under hypnosis? Should you look at something like that? Because hypnosis also works with your current life. Yeah. It will help you uncover again those traumas, those little things that happened. And the mind is a wonderful thing in the sense that it will cover up the traumas in our life without us realizing it. Yeah. And I've got all kinds of stories with that. But yeah, <laughs> part of it is is reincarnation. And yeah. I I think one of the first truths that came through to me and made me really stop to realize that there is some truth behind this is serendipity you ever go someplace and and you say wow this feels so familiar to me yeah or i have a dream and i'm living that dream and this is this is like a lucid dream i'll say a lucid dream on steroids because yeah. uh -huh. you really know what's going on you mm -hmm. know what's around the bend because you've mm -hmm. been there before and you yeah. can't explain why. And then another reincarnation piece, and this is this kind of <laughs> goes hand in hand with some of the past life regression stuff, is you get around somebody and for whatever reason, well, I'll say it, like you and me, 
Crystal. You know them. You just we, we know them. It's yeah, like you've know known them. them forever. And for some reason, um, you're instant friends or your instant mm-hmm. enemies. Like you, you meet somebody and you just instantly know, I just, I don't necessarily need to be around them for whatever reason. It's the serendipity of life. And it's like, I know I've known you in a past life. We had to have been related in some way, shape or form. Uh, we had to have been in each other's realms of some, in some way. Um, mm-hmm. There have been people that I have felt very like I meet them and all of a sudden I just I immediately feel a little the word that's coming right now is subservient, like a little beneath mm-hmm. them. And I think, mm-hmm. well, I wonder if you had a p- place of authority over me in a past mm-hmm. life. And that's why I feel that way, because there's no reason for me to feel that right here, right now in this life, in this moment. Now, I grew up very religious and mm-hmm. so we believed in the life energy the spirit that is within your body had a pre-earth life and then it has an earth life and then it has a post-earth life through eternity like one being one life and you move on and so and i was in that religion for 33 years i really ascribed to it i was an eighth generation um Mormon going all the way back to Joseph Smith, the founder, which means that that there was a lot of ancestral weight for me to stay in that religion and continue believing everything that they taught. And yet, when I started opening up to my own spiritual path and my own spiritual journey, I recognized that my spirit is an energy and energy never stops. It just keeps going. And so it makes sense that that energy was probably somewhere else doing something else. And then it chose to be in a body again. And then that energy went out of the body in my death. And then I come back into the body again so that I can learn more. It makes sense that energy is constantly in motion and trying to grow and expand. And so I now very much believe in the energetic aspect of reincarnation of coming back of the past lives that we have experienced that feed into today right mm-hmm. here right reincarnation now. yeah reincarnation goes in with the thought of i want to be better yeah i want to yeah. improve and some that would be criticized would be critical of past life regression or reincarnation would say yeah you can go out and you can do whatever you want to and you make it up for the less than for the next life not if you really believe in reincarnation <laughs> because real reincarnation says there's another little word starts with a k and ends with an a <laughs> karma yeah <laughs> oh yeah yeah you you may got you may not get it right this time and and you may you may make a few mistakes along the lane and you may even do some things that aren't exactly ethical this time but guess what you will get it at some point you may yeah. not like the, the way that you get there yeah. but you have a choice it goes back to that choice mm-hmm. i what i'm thinking about right now is the fact that there are often times that we say somebody is an old soul if there's not reincarnation how is one person an old soul a young mm-hmm. child that comes into this world and they just seem wiser than their years and the experiences they've had and then we have others that seem like very young souls that are very 
enamored with everything around them and they're taking it all in. And then somebody who has never played piano before, they sit down and all of a sudden they are like, where did you learn to do that? I don't know. It was just somewhere in me. And I just, I don't know. I just knew. I just, I mean, some of it can be intuition. Some of it can be your connection to your guides and whatnot, but a chunk of it had to be within you. When Kevin and I talked last time, we were talking about Ken Two Feathers and Native American um, life. And um, hold on just a second, because I lost what I was going to say. <clears throat> oh, um, how you might feel called to a specific thing, like somebody might be called to um, being a medicine person or a shaman, or someone might be called to be, they feel like drawn to. Mm -hmm. um, different professions and it very likely could be that you in a past life or one of your ancestors did that and you are picking up the thread that is through you to the next step and personally I like that thread personally I love knowing that there is continuity there is fluidity there is something after death my body just yes this shell this physical representation is going to go away but that energy of me that beautiful soul that is learning and growing throughout life through every experience joyful and challenging um it's going to keep on going so I'm not afraid of death because I just know there's more. <laughs> I just know well, you, more. You said a magic word is continuity. Yeah. And that just goes in with what I said earlier about the people that I've run into that at some level they have done this before mm -hmm. as a vocation. Yeah. So medicine person doctor uh I, one comes to mind he's he's a good friend uh he's a vet and not not a vet of foreign wars he's a veterinarian and we did some past life regression work with him and the interesting thing was he's been a physician several times in past lives and just for the heck of it during one of the sessions we had good, we had some really good <laughs> sessions and notice I said sessions, not just one. Yeah, no. We had some great sessions. And one of the sessions was I had to ask, I said, so, you know, if, and I'm talking to his higher self when you're doing this, he's under yeah. hypnosis and he's, he is regressed. And I asked him and I don't remember which life it was, but it was several hundred years ago. And I said, so mm -hmm. right now you're a veterinarian. Can you explain to me why you're a veterinarian? Uh -huh. And he basically said, yeah, I know what I know about humans. I wanted to see what an animal was like. And he says, it's a real joy because they don't carry the baggage that humans do. <laughs> wow. Oh, <laughs> Just <okay>. wow. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. I've learned what I could with humans and now I want to go with animals. So how were you, when were you first introduced to past life regression? How did this come about? Did you? it when you first received it or were you like well i i suppose the first time i was i actually went through regression therapy was several years ago um and one of the things that can perpetuate this is reoccurring dreams 
Reoccurring dreams can often be a road sign that you need to do something and, and you really need to pay attention to it. And the reason why we believe this, and that is your soul is trying to communicate with you and going, hello, anybody listening? Yeah. <laughs> and if not, I'm going to keep showing you this dream until you're going to do something about it. Yeah. And I did have this one dream and I kept putting it off, putting it off. And it was, it was actually to the, to the point of almost a night terror to, to oh. be truthful with you. Yeah. It was, it was a heck of an, heck of a dream. And I was just, wow, unbelievable. And I, I uh, met someone who was very helpful and she did a past life regression with me. Come to find out my questions were answered. And after the questions were answered, guess what happened to the dreams? Run away. Yep. They stopped because I addressed the issue. Yeah. And it was, um, it was a pretty heavy duty one. Um, it's not unusual when I do past life regressions with people. And it was not unusual for me during that time that I cried like a baby. And it was not a sadness. It was it was a sense of cleansing my soul is what I like to think of it as. That's what crying really is. It's a cleanse of the soul. Yeah. And my soul had been released. My soul had not released, had had grown, had flourished, had felt the, the energy that it had not felt literally in this case for about 600 years. Oh, wow. That's how long I'd been carrying this issue. So at one level or another, it uh, it it really did bring a change. And it yeah. it began a process for me that uh, I said, okay. And interestingly enough, um, I had that regression therapy about Give me a second. I want to say five or six years after I met Cantu Feathers. Huh. And I was in a situation, remember I said about how when we are in a twilight, the reincarnation concept is that I can understand better. Okay, now I get an idea of why I keep facing this is because I haven't learned it yet. Now I need to make an adjustment to learn this principle. Yeah. And what had happened was, is what I was able to figure out is until I had that past life regression, I would still come to that one little point in my growth, my spiritual growth, and I would stop. I would stop dead in my tracks, and I would just sit there, and I would just continue on for the rest of my life right there Sad. as far as growth. And, yeah. you know, there are other pieces I would grow in other areas, but this one was vital. And I said, wow, okay. And the funny thing is, is the stopping point was basically I had learned uh, two feathers. They taught me a lot of stuff, a lot of really good, deep spiritual stuff. We had some incredible talks and things like that. And then I moved away. <laughs> And when I moved away, I was on my own. And when I moved away, I was on my own. I wasn't around that influence anymore. Mm -hmm. So guess what happened to Kevin? Kevin reverted back to the familiar because that was more comfortable than trying to learn. Yeah. And I, I basically refused to learn. And Crystal, 
Yeah. Guess when the dream started? <laughs> That's when it was like, you're not listening. Yeah. It's like, hello. Anybody there? Hello. Yeah. You're not, not listening. Anymore. And no. to get your attention, we're going to show you this from your past life, just to show you what you're missing, what you're doing. And did that. And it was, it was like, it was like a shift within yeah. six months. I was, I was moved out of Florida, my home state. And I was up in Maine living with Kenny and in an apartment that was a story in and of itself. <laughs> but it was around that same time. And I think I may have mentioned it the last time we met that that Ken Two Feathers came to me one day and he says, you know, if you're serious about walking the spiritual path, I'm with you 100 percent. And he's, he would say, I, I've talked to grandfather many times and grandfather to him would be spirit, universe, God, whatever term you want to use. But he yeah. says, I've talked to grandfather several times about you. And he says, I'm frankly, I'm done. And, and until you are ready to really move forward, I'm done. He says, I think the world of you, you're a great guy, you're a great friend, but I'm done. Yeah. And he says, so I'll let you, I don't want a decision right now. I want you to think about it. And yeah. two or three days later, he came back and he knocked on my door and he says, have you thought about it? And I said, yeah, I'm ready to do this. And he says, okay. He says, I want you to know something. I'm taking the kid gloves off and you're going to learn. You may not like it. And I think I talked about how there were times that I wanted to punch him. <laughs> but I didn't have those dreams anymore, Crystal. So it was an opportunity, the, the, the regression therapy and the reincarnation part. I learned from that reincarnation. I yeah. learned something. I don't mind telling you that part of the part of that uh, journey, part of the re uh, the re <laughs> What are we talking about? <laughs> Part of the regression therapy was that um, when I went into that space, I died. I watched myself die. Hmm. And the way I died was the key. That was significant because my brain, when I was sleeping, showed me a different side. And the different side was, have you ever noticed that sometimes if you have a dream, and you, everything goes into slow motion and it's usually uh -huh. in a very tough situation. Like uh -huh. you're trying to fight for your life and you pull up the gun, you pull the trigger and nothing happens. Yeah. Right. <laughs> or you pull the trigger and you watch, you literally watch the bullet come out of the end of the barrel and it goes and hits the yeah. ground. What? <laughs> right. And with, with me, I had a spear in my hand and we were being invaded. And I took that spear and I said, I got to protect my family. So I took that spear and I started running toward the person and it just went into slow motion. Yeah. And I'd wake up <laughs> or that dream would stop. Yeah. What I didn't see afterward is what really happened. And that was something. So yeah. regression therapy can, can be quite a process. And if anybody's thinking about it, um just know be comfortable with the person do your research um most of the people that i have done the work with uh were referrals because of the people that i had already worked with you need to feel safe with that person because if you don't feel safe with that person you're not going to get anywhere that's one number two and maybe that's number one you really do need to see 
a sense of safety. Feel a sense of safety when you're there and know that you are safe when you are there. Because if you're not, it's not going to be a good experience. So. so the thing about past life regression is that right here in this life where you are living, where you are working, um, where you are trying to move through and succeed and achieve, there are things that they're blocks, they're patterns, mm -hmm. they're blocks, and they we come up against them often. And we may come up against them on a cyclical nature here in this life where you're in one job and then you get to a place and you just feel blocked. So you quit that job and you move to a different job and you get to the same place and you're blocked again. This can be just a pattern from this life, from your childhood. This can also be a mm -hmm. past life thing. The mm -hmm. whole, like what we're talking about right now is the fact that we have to, if we want to progress, if we want to grow, it benefits us to look back at the things that do hold us back. And yes, it can be scary. Yes, it can be overwhelming. And yet it can also be very freeing. It can really mm -hmm. open you up to new possibilities. And the only way to do that, the only way to break the cycle, the only way to take additional steps forward and not be stuck in that spot is to look at why it's there and whether that's um inner child or youth work or going into past life regression work the piece of kevin saying you have to feel safe is because you are looking at these things that have continually blocked your way for one reason or another yes it can be overwhelming and yet the reward from that if you are striving to change if you are striving to open up if you are striving for something bigger, better, newer, whatever that is, past life regression could be a beautiful way for you to open it up. Now, Kevin, you talked about that it's done through hypnotherapy. So how does that work with the fact, like, say I let you take me in because I trust you and I know that I would feel safe with you doing that with me, <laughs> but you take me in, <laughs> you know, don't Sorry. laugh that way. <laughs> um, so I've, I've found you. I, I believe that I would be safe and I'm, I'm really looking forward to breaking through this, this glass ceiling that I have created in some past life. And you take me into a hypnotherapy session. And when I, come back out of it. When you bring me back out of that hypnotherapy session, how much am I going to remember? Am I going to relive those traumas? Am I going to be left a puddle having to now go to therapy so that I can pick myself up off the ground because of the session that we just had? Like, Go into how that shift is and how it works. Okay. Great questions. Um, <laughs> I think I think one of the things that I do when I'm man, I before I go into that, I just had a little head light go on in my head again. That there are other ways of doing past life regression. My method is as I use hypnotherapy. People can also do a guided meditation to do past life regression. And honestly, there's <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> there's not that much difference in the two, but 
the cool thing that I found, I say cool or the very significant or the beautiful part of doing it through hypnotherapy is while you're there in that space, you are in a very receptive space mm -hmm. psychologically. And that's where we talk about most hypnotic suggestions. And what I would typically do is while the person is under hypnosis, I would clarify with them several times over in that state, because again, I'm talking with their higher self typically. Right. And I will, I will help them to understand that where they are is a safe place. Mm -hmm. And when you think about this, the only thing that you will recall out of this are the positive aspects if the negative aspects come to mind, they're more of a teaching tool than a frightening experience. So you're able to look at it objectively rather than subjectively. And that's very important to be able to step back and say, okay, now I can see why I'm that way. So um, a lot of times when I'm doing past life regression work or have done it in the past, is I'll say little things like, if it's good for your highest and greatest good to remember every detail of this, then you will. And if there's pieces we need to deal with at a later point, that's fine too. But this is all for your highest and greatest good. All of it is, every bit of it, because you're living a life now. You're no longer living that life before. Right. Before I go on, does that answer a question? Yeah. Because that part is, is again, the sense of safety. Um, we've talked about doing a guided meditation. And I'm going to plug it a little bit, if that's okay. Because one of the things that I do also in that past life regression piece is I create a safe haven in your subconscious. Mm-hmm. And anytime you feel like you need healing, anytime you feel uncomfortable, anytime you feel like whatever, I teach you how to return to that place of safety and feel good and feel comfortable and, yes, feel safe. Because you unload some of this stuff and it can be, it can be pretty intense that, that it can, it's life-changing. So give the person, we would, in a one sense, we call them anchors. So I'm going to give you an anchor when you're in this process. As a matter of fact, when I'm actually doing the, the hypnotherapy portion, I give people anchors all along the way. Because at any point, if they're feeling uncomfortable, I'll take them back to that anchor oh. where they felt comfortable. Yeah. And I will clarify with them. I'll say, Crystal, do you feel do you feel totally comfortable and totally safe where you are right now? If you don't, if Crystal says no, then okay. When did you feel comfortable? Did you feel comfortable? Because when I'm doing this stuff, it is very much like a guided meditation. And in the sense of I'll create a place or we will create a place where you feel safest. And maybe it was by the stream. Maybe it was in a mountainside. 
Maybe it was among the pine trees. Maybe it was in the living room. I don't know. But it's it's yeah. wherever you felt the most comfortable. And we go back there. And, you know, sometimes when I've done past life regression work, I can, I can only go so far because I will not push the person beyond a point that they're not comfortable any longer. Yeah. And, and I'll I'll bring them right out because I want them to be safe. Yeah. I hope that answers it. It does. Basically, um, if you don't mind my saying or jumping in, um, basically when it comes to past life regression and whether you're doing it through guided meditations or hypnotherapy with a, um, a trained professional, um, number one, you want to make sure that the person is somebody that you trust, somebody that mm -hmm. you feel safe with, somebody that you believe would never lead you astray. Right. And then you also get to be an active part in the mm -hmm. whole experience because at any time you have the ability to say, you know what, this isn't working. I'm not comfortable. Yep. I'm not, something's not right. And you can come back out to a place where you feel safe again and then decide whether or not you want to go in again to work on it. Um, Kevin, uh, Kevin mentioned that I would like to do <laughs> um, a session with him. I would love to record a session and we'll, we'll record that and then we'll put it up next week. So you guys will get to listen and understand about past life regression in this episode. And then next week, if you wanted to come back, you would be able to experience a simple one of what it is. Yeah. So, um, one thing I want to assure people of is, mm -hmm. is they talk about the type of hypnosis I do. I use the term hypnotherapy for a reason. It isn't a stage act where I'm going to make you cluck like a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's theatrics. And I'm not going to tell you that that's not hypnosis because, you know, if a person is very receptive to this yeah it gets it, it could be interesting but the thing that i want to assure people of is a person under hypnosis this is the way i was trained and i've seen it enough times i've done enough sessions over the years that a person is not going to do something that they would not do in a normal setting in their life now, there were a lot of, there were books that were written, there were mystery novels, there were everything else about some evil hypnotherapist, or not therapist, but some evil hypnotist would hypnotize people and have them go rob a bank, or have them steal a car, or have them do some terrible deed to someone else. They are not going to do that unless they are predisposed to that lifestyle in the first place. That simple. Yeah. So that's that's I a actually, safety that's a safety factor in our heads that you can rely on. Yes, and I I'm glad that you brought that up and you mentioned that. I want to tell everybody that I actually have um gone through hypnotherapy in the past. I um uncovered some childhood trauma and was really struggling. I could not sleep and I was 
it was, it was an extremely difficult time. And so I found somebody who did hypnotherapy because, um, I wanted to find a way that I could work through that without having to relive it. Mm -hmm. So I went to this hypnotherapist and it was someone I had never met before. Um, I just felt lucky and grateful and blessed that I was able to find somebody who could do this. And I went into their office and I laid in a recliner and she tucked me in uh, with a blanket. And I can tell you that through those experiences, through that hypnotherapy, I was able to deal with, um, see from a different perspective, heal, release, um, let go of the trauma that was there. Now, some of it I remember. And yet, like Kevin said, I'm able to look at it from an objective point of view now, instead of that traumatized child point of view. Um, I'm sure that there's a bunch that I don't remember because I didn't need to remember. And yet the reason I'm telling you this is that I have been through it and it is not a scary thing. It's very beautiful. It's very helpful. It's very healing um, when you choose in aware and wholeheartedly saying, I'm ready to move forward in something mm -hmm. that is no longer there. So um, is there anything else that you want to share with us this week? Um, just that. I want to share uh, an author with you. Yeah. Uh, the author's name is Michael Newton. Okay. And Michael has written some books that are really, really good. And when it comes to regression work, um, Michael actually goes into some methods that he referred to as life between lives. That's a, that's a whole new ball game. Yeah. And it's, it is phenomenal. And I hard I highly recommend his books. Um, one and it's a really good idea to try and read them in order. Honestly, okay. Uh, the first one is is Journey of Souls. The second one is De now. Okay, and the <laughs> second one is called Destiny of Souls. And okay. I think the third one is actually Life Between Lives. And Life Between Lives is more of a textbook than it is the other two. The other two are case histories that Michael uh, worked with through many, many years. The cool thing about working with situations like this, and I have done Life Between Lives therapy, and it's 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 unbelievable what you do. Um, but I found with the people that I worked with and doing that, that there are similarities that you found that affirmed what our existence would be outside of this incarnation mm. and how it functions without prompting these people because I'd, I'd read his books, right? I had the answers in my head, right? right? And while the person's under hypnotherapy, could I guide them that direction? Possibly. But I let it go. I did not go down that path. And what I had them do is I had them describe things for me while they're under hypnosis. Yeah. And more than 70, I would say in my head, more than 70% of the people that I talked with about this stuff affirmed everything that's in Michael Newton's books. Wow. About 
what it's really like afterward. And one of the things we talk about in that is why do you why do you do what you do? It's that's a really broad statement. But take it to another level and say, okay, so Crystal, in your life before this life, you were something. But in between those lives, you are really something because you're entirely spirit. And here's the cool stuff that what you find is, is you choose your parents, you choose your friends, you choose your vocation, you choose where you're going to live, and you choose who your brothers and sisters are. I mean, everything. You choose a lot of this stuff. And we also have what would be referred to, I think he refers to them as soul groups in that other realm, so to speak. It would be like, if you want to call it, call it dimensions, probably you know, fifth, sixth, seventh dimension, whatever. But it's where we make all of our choices. And why do we do this? The reason why we do this is because we know that if we choose these people, they're going to help me as an individual. They're going to help Crystal as an individual to do what Crystal needs to do in order to accomplish her soul's goals for this life. That means that all of my other siblings had to choose to have me as their sibling too. Yeah. That means that my parents had to choose me as their child. Mm-hmm. Like that means that means that there's a huge network of okay, yeah, some universal mind, whatever it is, this energetic change, the shift is, okay, we're going to cast the net this way this lifetime. And we're going to cast the net that way the next lifetime because they're all connected. There you go. Now you could have a lot of fun with this and say, well, where's the free will in that? There's uh-huh. always free will. Because when you start looking at this stuff, there are always, it's like branches of a tree. You have the main trunk, but you have several branches going off the off the main trunk. And off those branches, you have what? More branches. And off of those branches, you have more branches. There are all kinds of possibilities along the way, but you're still connected to the trunk. Yes. And I would, if I would, I don't know if I'm stretching the analogy or not, but... I would say the trunk would be more my soul, my soul's connection with the universe. But I can I can go all kinds of different ways. And to be able to look back and say, okay, now I know why this this. And I can honestly say that, yeah, there I probably made some decisions that weren't really good <laughs> in my life. But the bottom line, Crystal and listeners, is this I have no regrets. I have no regrets because, yeah, I was a, I've been a cop. <laughs> I've been a broadcasting off and on 35 years. I have been a PI. I have been a preacher. And now I'm a massage therapist. And I've, you know, done Reiki. I've done all these different things. I've worked in retail. <laughs> <laughs> You have all these things you say, yeah, but that does, what is that really telling you? That if you really start to look at all those, remember I was saying that we always will choose something in a past life that goes along with what we do in this life. 
because I can tell you now that a lot of this stuff, how it all interconnects and we don't have, we do not have the time to go there, but I can tell you that it all interconnects. And that's the beauty of past life regression. And that's the beauty of understanding reincarnation. And that's the beauty of understanding that I have so much on my plate, so many opportunities to grow that, yeah, you might make some mistakes along the line, but how many times have you ever heard that old saying of saying, you know, but, but the true sign of success is not failure. The true sign of success is getting up after the failure and continuing right. on and saying, saying like, instead of how is this going to work out? I can say, what's next? <laughs> right. What's next? I just, my brain keeps, um, sitting on this for a second um it's mulling over and playing around with the concept of if your soul is basically the branch or the trunk of that tree and in one life you explored this branch and in another life you're going to explore another branch and in another life you're going to explore another branch which just continues growing this tree from a simple trunk to a very beautiful large tree and what quote unquote mistakes you made in this life actually feed into the nurturing of the branch for the next life so that you can expand and grow upon it. And it's kind of fun to um think about, okay, so what what branches am I going to explore? What 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 branches do I want to choose to explore in this life continuing that and growing that? What do I want to see if I already feel like I have an affinity to? What do I want to pick up and try? Um, mm -hmm. Because how can this life feed into next life? You know, like, yeah. and I know, like, spiritually, we just need to sit in the here and now and not look to to the future and tomorrow and forever, because right here, right now is what matters. And yet, mm -hmm. yeah. um, there's this little part of spirituality that gets excited about yeah, what I do now gets to feed into later in a super fantastic way. So let's just learn and grow. Let's make quote unquote mistakes and um, see what comes of them. So am I allowed? Am I allowed to warp your mind a little bit more? <laughs> sure. How about how about this? That 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 trunk is representative of just this life. Mm -hmm. and all the different branches are connected to the one life yes and the root system is connected to my soul <laughs> we could go all over the place i mean <laughs> the analogies the um I oh, yeah. i'm a very visual person i love to draw pictures for people to help them oh yeah explore and grow and um so i think that's fantastic and wonderful um so is there anything else that you want to say about this before we um, pause for this week and come back next week? I would say that if you want to take part in this, first of all, like I would tell any client, anytime, please, 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 please have no expectations. Mm. Because if you go in, with expectations, you're going to experience the D word, mm -hmm. disappointment. But yeah. if you go in with an open mind and an open spirit, that's another story. And yeah, we'll do a 
uh, guided, basically guided meditation stuff and, and crystals really good at, at doing disclaimers at the beginning of something like that. But, yeah. uh, you know, go in with total, complete openness and yeah. without expectations. And something else you might want to think about is uh, um, do it at a time that you can devote your total energy to it, not yeah. to be distracted, not to have distractions. And this isn't just a safety disclaimer. This is about you as a person. Go find a safe space. If you have an altar area, if you have your own private room area, if you have a space out in the woods and you just want to put on some earbuds and listen to this, great. But make it a place that you know you won't be disturbed. Um, Something else, do not or try to avoid little things like caffeine and sugar beforehand. Because that's just going to wire you and it'll make you less receptive to any kind of uh, direction that's given during a, a therapy session like this. Um, there's another one that would say that um, uh, just if you want to eat something, eat something light. Um, and this is going to differ a little bit. Uh, I have two different methods. The other method is going to be uh, the one I literally one-on-one -on -one with someone, and it's a little bit different situation with that. With this, I'm probably going to use a format crystal that's closer to what I call a group hypnotherapy session, okay. a group past life regression system. Um, so a lot of times I'm able to ask questions while uh, I'm under a hypnotherapy session with somebody. If I'm just doing a group past life regression, I'm just going to be giving you some guided meditation stuff and let you decide what's going on. But I will say this, do not, uh, there's that expectation thing, but <laughs> don't think that anything, uh, how do I put this? I'm trying to put it in a, I almost had to put myself in the, in the position of how I am before I do this stuff. So when you're under hypnosis or where you get to that point of hypnosis, don't you be the don't you be the judge about whether you're hypnotized or not. That's my job. Yeah. In other words, and, get out of your head. Yeah. yeah. 90% of the population, this is what I learned. You may find it hard to believe, but a solid 90% of the population can be hypnotized. There's 10% that can't. And it's yeah. because what Crystal just said, you're in your head. Get out of your head. And and I would tell you this, that if we were doing a one-on-one -on -one stuff, I would say that I want you to be totally relaxed and totally fluid with whatever you see, whatever you hear, whatever you sense, whatever you smell. Yeah, you can smell when you're under hypnosis that you didn't know that you could smell mm -hmm. because everything is starting to happen. Uh, but tell me, Whatever it is that you're seeing or whatever it is that you're sensing. If you see a three-legged frog standing on a desk someplace and singing, hello, my baby, hello, my honey, hello, my ragtime gal, then that's what I want you to tell me. Right. <laughs> if you see a beautiful tree in the middle of a forest someplace, then tell me that's what you see. If you don't see anything, fine. Tell me that. I don't see a thing. And that's okay. It's all part of the journey. So beautiful. 
Well, I'm really excited for this next one. So first off, I want to thank everybody for being here this week and learning a little bit more about past life regression and listening in on my little chat with Kevin. And I really hope that you choose to come back next week um, for this guided meditation hypnotherapy session on past life regression with Kevin. So thank you, Kevin. Thank you, Crystal. This is awesome. As it always is, keep doing what you're doing. Thank you. You're fabulous. I hope this moment of self-care and healing brought you some hope and peace. I'm Crystal Joukowsky on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, and I hope you check us out and follow along for more content coming soon. I look forward to being with you again here on Breathe In, Breathe Out. Until next time, take care. Take care.